Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. This is Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Now this week I've got a commodities update for you on iron ore. I thought it was about time that I recapped on my previous recording on iron ore. And I think that was Talking Wealth podcast number 577 and I recorded that in January where I discussed the likely future direction of the iron ore price. Now allow me to jog your memory as to what occurred as well as to provide you with an update on my view looking ahead. Firstly, stepping back in time to my analysis in January, I explained that the all-time high for iron ore was at around $187 a tonne. And this was in February 2011. However, by around September 2012, the price of ore had fallen to around $99, or around half of the value from the high. This is one example of how incredibly volatile commodities can be. The move was followed by a rebound to around $154 a tonne in February 2013. However, the sellers again took control and so iron ore spiralled lower still. My price analysis revealed some pretty important levels where the price may slow or turn. I had $87 to $88 per tonne as a potential level of support. Although the decline did pause temporarily at around this level, it continued toward another level of potential support below. In around 2013-2014, iron ore traded to the lower level I had marked on the chart at the time at around $72 to $73 a tonne. I considered that it was possible for the commodity to make its low at around this level. However, there was another stronger level at around $67 a tonne that had to been considered and eventually iron ore fell away to around $68 a tonne before finding support. The before mentioned levels were all important signposts that marked a level in price where iron ore could turn. I believe that the increased selling pressure that we'd seen on the price could eventually drive it to as low as $47 a tonne and this would become very realistic if the price closed strongly below $67 a tonne, which occurred this year. Because the more the price falls, the more you have all the speculators coming in at the end to push it down lower. In April, the price of iron ore fell to around $47 a tonne, which came as a complete shock to some who were not aware of these levels. And this is where the price reversed. In considering that iron ore fell from around $187 to $47 a tonne, we can say that most of the decline is behind us. In subsequent news releases, I suggested that iron ore may trade to as high as $70 a tonne before it falls back to test the prior low. Now, this often happens after stocks or markets make their low. It could rise to November, December this year and possibly early 2016. Now this doesn't necessarily mean that it will come back to around $47 a tonne to retest support below. However, after any rebound, any stock market or commodity has a reasonable probability of bouncing 
back down to confirm the lows in. In some cases, price can move sideways for an extended period above a low while it transitions to a rise. This you'll get to learn when you understand how stocks and markets unfold. If demand for ore doesn't support higher prices soon and BHP and Rio keep pumping it out at high rates, we could see the price sink to my worst case scenario, which is 31 to 33 US dollars a tonne in 2016. Support levels are clearly important to know because these are signposts that tell you where price is most likely to change direction and it alerts you to watch closely to see whether the buyers or sellers have control. If the sellers have control and the price pushes below a support level, you know with high probability that price is likely to fall to the next level you identify in your analysis. If there's a strong sign that the buyers are maintaining control, a bottom will eventually be confirmed. And I'm sure there are a lot of iron ore miners out there at the moment who would like to see that confirmation. Remember, if you believe that it's about time you learnt how to apply analysis to the stocks, commodities and currencies that you trade or hold in your portfolio, and you'd like to know how to identify these important levels yourself, come and learn to trade with us. We'll guide you through the how-to. We can offer you the highest standard in share market education through our accredited courses. When you come to understand the analysis, you'll observe how prices will stop very close to levels you determine and sometimes they turn on the exact levels. That said, it's important too to remember that prices are driven by human emotion and this explains why often a price of a share or commodity can be driven through these levels quickly before you actually see a reversal or a rebound. Combine this with the tools that you'll get to confirm a reversal is in, as well as projections for the next move, and tools to allow you to time your entries and exits to keep you safe in the market, and you'll have a very powerful trading system. Now, in relation to iron ore, we should mention a little bit about the big iron ore miners, BHP and Rio Tinto. Over the past few years, looking at a monthly chart, you can see how these stocks have continued to trade sideways. If you've followed my recordings on commodities, you'll know that I've been watching closely for a breakout either way for these stocks. Should they break strongly below the support levels I've determined on the monthly chart, and for BHP, this level's around $28. For Rio, it's currently $54.60. Then the share prices of these two companies are likely to continue the medium term decline if that happens. Given that the share prices have held their ground, this indicates that so far the strategy taken by BHP and Rio to increase their output has worked in supporting or stabilising the share price. Think about it this way. If the lower level is broken, the next level below for Rio is about $41. For BHP, the next level is around $22. Now, of course, there are more levels below these. However, these will only become relevant or important if the above support levels are broken. So keep an eye on those levels I mentioned on your chart, and I'll give you an update as we continue to watch them unfold. Even if both stocks did fall, what BHP and Rio appear to have achieved to date is to slow down the decline in their share prices, which indicates to me that the last part of the fall if it continues, and it could do, 
and the extent of this fall is likely to be a lot less than otherwise would have been the case if production was not ramped up. So a lot steeper in price and a lot faster or a lot longer in time because if you just go and have a look at some of the small iron ore miners you'll see how long these stocks have been falling for and by how far in price. You'll also recall this year my analysis indicated that December is an important month for both of these companies and therefore we may see share prices move quickly or turn close to this time. One thing you can look out for, until BHP and Rio break either strongly up or down from where they are currently trading, it's not clear as to whether December will actually turn out to be the high or the low. However, if prices don't move up soon, a low is more likely. Would I be buying iron ore stocks right now? Not at least until direction's confirmed, because you, you want to buy something that's rising, not something that's just trading sideways or falling or has the potential to fall away. A great shorting opportunity actually exists if they do fall. In the current climate, I'd still be quite cautious about looking for buying opportunities in this particular sector, and you want to have some solid tests or rules around any such decision. BHP and Rio would have to jump quite a few hurdles to qualify for me. I hope you've enjoyed my discussion today. Take care and happy trading. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.